Welcome back to another episode of Growth Marketers Podcast. I'm Solomon Timothy. And I'm Taylor Rowe. Today, we're going to talk about LinkedIn ads. In the episode, we jumped into really kind of a, a brief overview of LinkedIn ads, who it's for, how to go about setting up a campaign, the types of ads that there may be, what to think about when you're creating your messaging sort of offer, should it be, whether that's at the top of the funnel or all the way down at the bottom of the funnel. So if you're interested in learning more about LinkedIn ads, I think you'll enjoy the podcast. As always, listen to the rest of our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you have any questions for us, uh, you can go to oneims.com and uh, reach out. So Taylor, today we're talking about LinkedIn ads. You know, this is a really cool topic. LinkedIn's got a lot of advantages over the other platforms. We talked about Facebook and everything else in previous episodes. So Mm -hmm. I think we need to give our audience a pretty good idea of what's possible in LinkedIn today. And it's changing really fast as well since Mm -hmm. Microsoft acquired them. So I don't know, where do you want to start? Yeah, I mean, maybe just an overview of who LinkedIn is for, what type of companies should use LinkedIn to generate leads or sell their products. I think primarily, you know, if you look at it, it sounds like a perfect platform for B2B companies, right? Because you can target people by, you know, their job title, their industry, the revenue, all those sorts of things. So if you're selling something in the B2B space, you would think that LinkedIn would be perfect. But ultimately, just like with every platform, there's advantages and disadvantages. So let's kind of dive into, you know, who would be a good would be a good fit or yeah, right. a good company to to promote themselves on LinkedIn. So any thoughts you have on that? I mean, it, you have to think about who's on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. So I, it's right. professional. Recruiters. Right. Recruiters. Sales people people trying to sell yes. things. And I think if you're in the B2B space, that's probably the ideal place for it. Although there's plenty of B2B people on Facebook. We know that all day. But specifically, who is going to be on LinkedIn? Who is going to be commenting on things and mm-hmm. clicking on links? I think these are folks that are looking to connect with other B2B companies, right? So if my business is selling jewelry, I'm probably not going to be spending all day on LinkedIn, right? right? So I think you got to be looking for B2B buyers. And since LinkedIn is not the cheapest platform, it Mm. costs much higher, significantly higher than other platforms and cost per click. We got to be very strategic as to, you know, what kind of campaigns you're going to run. And I think that's where a lot of people fail in LinkedIn and then they don't think it's a good solution. So maybe we can talk about, you know, the numbers. Yeah. How would LinkedIn make sense for right. you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like you said, I think the you have to look at the intent just with any platform or any, you know, marketing campaigns, you have to look at the intent of the user on that platform. And and LinkedIn by nature is a passive platform. You know, people go there to you know, kind of scroll through and either kill time or for a very specific reason, like you mentioned, because Maybe they're a recruiter, or they're a salesperson, or they're a marketer who's looking to share their own information or just learn more about a company or something in their industry. So if you happen to be selling something to those people, then it's a perfect platform. The downsides, like you said, could involve the cost, depending on what you're selling. I think the other factor that you have to look at in determining is it the right platform for you is the actual product or service that you're selling and what is the value of that. I think as a rule of thumb, if the lifetime value of whatever you're selling is maybe less than fifteen, ten to fifteen thousand dollars, the economics of it might not make sense because your cost per click on average is most likely gonna be five to maybe eight ten dollars, eight or eight or ten dollars. 
per click for every click, right? And there's some platforms in terms of a lead generation, top of funnel lead generation that you can get actual leads for less than that. So that as a cost per click can be relatively scary to people when you start doing the math in terms of, you know, if it's $10 a click and you only have a 2% conversion rate. If you can get that. And then you're not going to close all of those deals because most likely they're, you know, an ebook download or some sort of top of funnel offer. So if you even, you know, close 10% of those deals, which may be high, again, your lifetime value needs to outweigh that. So I think you just have to look at the big picture and just try to understand what you're trying to accomplish. So like you said, if you want to get into the numbers, that's what I would do is work backwards from what is your lifetime value and what are you trying to accomplish with these campaigns and kind of say, okay, how much am I willing to pay for a lead? And what does the rest of that sales process look like? And you mentioned top of funnel, middle funnel. And for the audience, we're just talking about very high level brand awareness, Mm -hmm. right? Just educational content to get them up to speed about why they might need your product or services. So that's top of funnel, middle of funnel, people in consideration stage. And would you say LinkedIn is better for, you know, middle of funnel than top since it costs so high? I think, yeah, it depends again, what you're trying to do and how, how difficult your audience is to reach. I mean, I think the advantage of LinkedIn is, and we'll get into the, some of the targeting parameters maybe in a second, but I think one of the major advantages is the fact that you can target people literally based on their job, the industry. So if you would say, hey, I want to target, my product is only good for CEOs CEOs, CTOs, of tech tech companies in the Silicon Valley area that, you know, have already between 10 and 15 or 10 and 50 million in revenue, right? And that's a very specific audience you're trying to reach. LinkedIn is a great way to get in front of that audience because you can set those targeting. So in that case, they don't even know who you are yet. You may need to have more of an awareness campaign, some sort of a top of funnel offer, an infographic, an ebook, a checklist, something that's valuable enough to them that they can actually download and, and you can generate that as a lead. I do think over time with any campaign, it's going to work better if you can drive traffic from multiple channels. So if you're driving traffic from search, if you're driving traffic from other social platforms like Facebook, you're doing any display ads through Google Display, you're, you know, have a YouTube channel, whatever that may be, the more traffic you can drive organically, then those middle of the funnel offers in theory may be more successful because they're already introduced to your brand. Right. No, I mean, as far as targeting is concerned, it's every possible thing you can understand from a B2B perspective, which like I said, that's where the cost per click actually goes up. The more targeted you want to get, the smaller the pool of people you can pick. And the more you'd be paying, right? So at the end of the day, I think it's very critical that you know you do your targeting correctly because that's going to dictate how much you're going to be paying per yep. click as well. So let's talk about that in terms of targeting. How would you set an audience? And then how do you decide what sort of offer should be included with that campaign? I mean, if you're really looking for leads, right, you're going to have a very different offer mm-hmm. because LinkedIn's got the LinkedIn ads campaign where they can just fill in their information, submit for them to contact the vendor, right? So mm-hmm. you can fill out a form and literally that's just like Facebook leads that you're mm-hmm. getting the contact. That's the fastest way if you wanted to get leads. Now, in a perfect world, you might need to introduce them to the brand before you can get them to actually commit to giving you their information. Mm-hmm. So you'll do it by industry. That A lot of us know what industries that work really well in. We can target based on the title, like we said, or the size of the company, the location of them, right? You can even say that if they don't have 
you know, certain degree, they may not be a good fit. I don't know. Right? You know yeah. what I'm saying? You could say that this is this is okay. a finance person. I'm selling right. education. I don't, exactly. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, we've I mean, we've run campaigns in the past where it's part of a continuing education program where right. it's a, you know, first you have to pass this level of test and second level of test and third level right. of test. So that level of the ability to target people based on where they're at in their career progression and their education is extremely powerful. But if you don't take into consideration that, let's say, these people don't have any idea who you are, that offer you know, might not align with the audience, right? So I think with any campaign that you're running, you need to either work through it that way and say, okay, what offer is going to be best for this audience? Or work backwards from there, from the actual offer. If you have some sort of an ebook, a catalog, something to download, checklist, work backwards from there and say, okay, who would this be good for? How are we going to get in front of them? And what messaging is going to lead this either complete stranger or someone who's maybe been to our website before to actually take that next step and give me their contact information? So like you said at the very beginning, I think a lot of times companies or marketers will invest in a platform like LinkedIn and are very gun shy because it off the bat, it's very expensive. You don't have as sophisticated of targeting parameters that you may have with a platform like Facebook. Right. And or the you, user base. Exactly. That's the other thing is that professionals are still professionals when they go to Facebook. So you can still get in front of those, those audience members. But uh, anyway, people will throw the whole campaign out and say, a LinkedIn platform doesn't work for me. When there's so many variables that could be impacting that. What if it, you know, your audience isn't there, your targeting isn't right, or your, the offer, your bid strategy the isn't right, your offer, your creative, your call to action, your messaging. How can you, I mean, you have to run a campaign and spend you know fifty thousand, hundred thousand dollars before I would say okay, we exhausted every option, and I just don't see that this is a viable platform for you. Right. I think what we're trying to say is that strategy is mm-hmm. the number one thing that we need to do. Spend as much trying to plan right. and have a better game plan for it. And I think some of the things that people don't really understand is that if you're having you know let's say forget a fifteen thousand LTV, let's say it's a hundred fifty mm-hmm. or you know a half a million dollar LTV. So you're already in the account-based marketing space and LinkedIn is perfect because you can go target specifically the type of companies that you want your ads to show up in. Yeah, yeah. Right, you can say, hey, my ad should only show up in these specific... You can target the company specifically. You have a list of, hey, there's 10 companies I'm trying to get into. Another one is I have the perfect contact list of the folks that I need to talk to. I want to upload that to LinkedIn and I want to be able to target those specific individuals and LinkedIn will match that if their email address and name and everything is matched there, right? Mm -hmm. Their database and they can do that. I think that's an area. And then also if you have your lead list of how many other people you want to find lookalike of that, LinkedIn also is an amazing platform for it. So I guess it comes down to strategy. Mm -hmm. Before you worry about the offering, just throwing it out there and just using the generic targeting, what do we want to show these very yeah. large companies depending on your size, right? Let's say you're selling some automation tool that, you know, it's a yeah. million dollars to just install the machine, right? So you really want to make sure you're targeting the right people and what are you showing to them? Perhaps a video ad is more effective. And we know that, you know, they have carousel ad, they got all that. Maybe it's a video ad. And also retargeting is another area that I think LinkedIn could be really powerful because you know they'll go to the LinkedIn profile to go check on something. There comes your ad from the product or service that you downloaded on another website. Mm -hmm. You have to combine all of these things to make LinkedIn work. Hey, thanks for listening. Solomon here. Are you frustrated because you're not getting enough inbound leads? You're worried that the leads that you're getting are not qualified 
Or maybe you're disappointed in the conversion rate from the leads to customers, right? It's really, really low. Well, I got good news for you. I talk to business owners every single day. You're not alone, all right? Businesses go through this when there is a lack of strategy sometimes. Uh, maybe the approach isn't appropriate for your situation or sometimes you got all of those things right, but it was just poor execution. I'll tell you what, head over to oneims.com and fill out one of our forms. Talk to one of our consultants. That's all we do. We talk to business owners day in and day out. Share with us your challenges and see if we're a fit, right? See if we can find you a solution to your growing pains. You know, our hope here at OneIMS and especially with this podcast is to give you the tools, the technology, the ideas, the strategies, everything we possibly can for you to succeed. All right. So thank you for listening and let's get back to our topic for the day. Yeah, I really believe that with almost every ad platform, maybe aside from a very well-known brand that is just doing, let's say, Google shopping ads that is able to convert people on the first visit. For the most part, I mean, you need to have a very comprehensive program in place and plan in place. And like you said, if you're not driving traffic, if you're not creating awareness, you're not you know, having some sort of a sales strategy in place on all of your platforms, your LinkedIn ads might not perform the way that you want to. But if you have built up a big audience through all these different channels and you can retarget to that list, they're going to perform at a, a much higher level. So I think that's something to definitely consider with any type of advertising, but specifically with LinkedIn, because you don't have as many options as some other platforms. You really have kind of that native display ad that right. shows up in the feed and then you have a text ad that comes up on the sidebar. There's other things, you know, kind of promoted or boosted Post, post essentially, but really that's it. I mean, there's in mail, which yeah. is interesting. Mm -hmm. Same idea. I mean, you can basically put your email in someone's inbox, you know, by paying for it, right? So again, you have to look at that on a very granular level and say, who am I, who am I sending this in mail to? And what messaging is going to get them to reply to me or to fill out this form? And if you just blanket that across, it's probably not going to perform very well. The more specific it is, to that audience, the more that, that resonates with whatever that user's intent may be, the better that's going to perform. Right. So I guess, like I said, for our listeners here, if you haven't tried LinkedIn ads, I would start, right? At least a, an awareness campaign would be a great place to start and at least start to dive in and see the sure. targeting. Can we get the right kind of folks to download our ebook or whatever else? Mm -hmm. If you're already doing it, I would say start doing contact matching and things like that to take the current campaign to the yeah. other level. Yeah, start very top of the funnel, middle of the funnel, retarget to your existing audience. And like you said, come up with, you know, something that is extremely valuable, but extremely easy to get people to download just to see how that messaging is resonating with your audience. And as with any platform or any marketing campaign, the beauty of it being digital is that you can test and you can iterate in real time. So I think any campaign always start with some sort of a split test or an A-B test, whether that's the ad copy, the creative, the audience, let the data drive the decision. I think one thing we need to talk about is what's happening in a greater marketplace of LinkedIn being owned by Microsoft. Sure. I think that adds yeah. a lot more. I mean, I feel like you, you know, LinkedIn is on to another something major because you now have a search engine and a platform, like a social media platform in one. And they're starting to integrate that. And I think that integration is only going to get stronger over time, mm -hmm. where we're probably going to need to pay you know more attention to LinkedIn than we have been in the past, right? Mm -hmm. So let's talk about what you can do with Bing integration and how LinkedIn and Bing is sharing, mm -hmm. I guess, 
our information. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess in theory, the integration means to marketers that you can target people on Bing's ad networks and ad platforms based on their, their LinkedIn information. Yeah, their LinkedIn <laughs> profile information. So any information that's in their LinkedIn profile, whether that's their skill set, their education, their you know, years of experience, the company they work at, the industry, the job title, department, right? Uh, department-based targeting, like you said, if it's account-based marketing and we right. want to target anybody in the sales department, no matter you know level of or status they are, what job title they are, you could do that. So in theory, you could do that all through Bing, through their search, shopping campaigns, display ads, and only show the ads to people who are relevant with your audience and kind of overlay those audiences, which we've done on, on a lot of other platforms. And it's it's always extremely powerful. The more that you can specialize and specify who you want to see that ad, of course, as long as that pool is not too small. Right. So, I mean, and I think that's only going to get developed better and better over time. And again, right. Bing is getting more of the market share over time, slowly but surely. And I think it's only going to mean more and more for the advertisers. Right now, I could say that it's probably extremely undervalued. And maybe it's pennies on the dollar for a significantly high quality audience. And it's time that you try it, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's only available for US right now. So try it and see if that works. Right. And yeah, if you it, can get lower cost lead that way, I'll do it. Yeah, it's, it's worth a shot. And especially, I mean, Bing is a platform that people do kind of tend to forget because it doesn't have as much market share. But reality is people who are using Bing always use Bing. So if you're not advertising on Bing, you're not going to reach those people when they're on Google because they might <laughs> they might not ever be on Google. Right. So it's just an untapped market for some people, some businesses, some industries, depending again on who you're trying to target. Uh, but I think, like you said, the future opportunity or possibility is probably the most exciting part because if they really nail this piece of the targeting and technology, you know, this is just one social platform, right? You can, there's a lot of other ad platforms, ad networks, social platforms that are trying to figure out how to monetize it. And if you can take those targeting parameters from something like LinkedIn and leverage that across all different ad platforms, then I think that's going to be extremely powerful. Absolutely. And any final thoughts, Taylor? I know we talked plenty about LinkedIn, what, who should do it and how we should do yeah, it. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I want to start a LinkedIn <laughs> ad campaign now. I think it is overlooked and and I don't you know want to sit here and say that we're you know, telling you that every company needs to advertise on LinkedIn. But I think it's all about managing your own expectations and setting specific goals with your campaigns. Is it going to produce super low cost per lead? Are you going to sell product directly like you can through other you know platforms? No. Is it a great platform for the people who are a great fit? Yeah, if they leverage it correctly. So I think just kind of understanding your own customer and what might resonate with them and where they might be if they're on a platform like LinkedIn and test it out, you know, run some tests and make sure you spend enough to have enough volume Correct. that you don't shy away, you know, because you think we should be getting leads for $20, $30, $40. You might not even have enough clicks yet for the algorithms to kind of start working. Yep, absolutely. As always, if you're trying to target recruiters, LinkedIn is a great platform. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've had a lot of success uh, targeting, yeah, things, recruiters and people within the HR department, right. salespeople, because that's where they're hanging out. So thank you all for tuning in and uh, we'll see you at the next episode.